identify yourselves? Well, I'm the doctor, and that's Lever. I wonder if it's possible for us to speak to the person in charge. I'd like to thank him for saving our lives. I command. Well, thank you for saving our lives. What are you doing here? Uh, well, the other mechanical man told us to wait. What were you doing in the scoop? Trying to get out. Please wait here. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who, and we're talking about an episode that came out in 1977. Kill, kill, kill. Written by... I heard a cry. <laughs> written by Chris Bosher. And uh, it's called Robots of Death. And it's Tom Baker and Leela with... Um, Louis Jameson. Louis Jameson. Uh, my name is Ken. Jeff. Julia. Robots of Death. What do people think of this one? I love this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't horrible. Kill, kill, um, kill, kill, kill. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, it reminded me a lot of the Ood episode. The okay. Oods get red eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, only not nearly as exciting. Um, you know. I heard a noise. The robots were ridiculous. <laughs> I heard a noise. I heard a cry. Oh, I heard a cry. It that was, was me. me. <laughs> I heard a cry. It was me. Um, this could potentially be my favorite Doctor episode of all time. I've always liked this episode, and I got a lot of fun watching it. Last week I watched it, and it's one of those episodes that I can quote a lot of from it. I can also see... A lot of stuff that I still enjoy, and I do see things that I cringe at still. The model? The model? No, that doesn't bother me too much. It's one particular actress that's not that good in it. (laughs) Oh, oh, the one that... You did it! (laughs) I never did it! Uh, Let me say this. Uh, One one of the things I love about this episode... (laughs) One of the best things about this episode is everyone's talking over everyone. There's just a bunch of people, and they're all, like, yelling, and they're bickering mm-hmm. with each other. And it reminded me of, like, Alien, where the, they were doing the same thing, the movie Alien. And, and so whatever decision was made to cast these people and make them mostly interesting characters, I found each one of them to be intriguing, and ex- except for Zilda. one. <laughs> and, and I need a break. She's been on... Work Dito for one hour and she already needs a break. <laughs> yeah, they were like sick of each other, you could tell. Yeah. They hated each other. But I love the whole setup of them kind of interacting with each other, not liking each other, and having issues. And they tried to force too much of a conflict with the, the Zelda or whatever and, and um, the commander. But um, And then the whole thing where they're just lazy and they're just kind of letting the robots do all this stuff. And then the whole concept that robots could do everything that they're doing and you know this could be the end of their civilization and um, the robophobia idea I thought was fantastic because you would think that that would be real in a society with robots and stuff where just the, the and they explained it really well how they were like you know there's no facial movements or, or body language and people just would freak out and stuff I thought the whole concept was I thought that was pretty good, pretty good actually. Yeah. That was like 
sort of when he sees the blood on your hand yeah. he gets foretelling of what what our future is going to be like shortly as long as you don't have that mascara thing that look yeah the lines the lines were just like the outline of what the robot eyes were um, <coughs> i love the robot design they're, they're kind of like why who came up with that design who would you know try to make they're very look fancy cool? yeah for robots i mean the, the, yeah, the like, whole elaborate hairstyle and yeah. for 1977 it's like one of the best costumes they ever came up with yeah. the only thing that cracked me up was every time there was a foot shot and it was obviously like gold lame <laughs> or silver lame taped to a sneaker yeah um well it is still the bbc right i, I love the writing in this especially with tom baker and, and louise jameson they you know why were you in the 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 uh the shoot trying to get out you know <laughs> and, and then wait here it just was like the the whole idea that the doctor is basically playing off of the the logic of the robot and everything and one of my favorite scenes is when the the doctor takes the jelly baby out and goes jelly baby and he's shut up oh brian croucher brian croucher oh. hits, hits he's his, from his, like seven yeah he's he played the, uh um travis travis one of the travis the, the first one right yeah, he was the first Yeah, I like that scene too. No, second one. I don't think I've ever one. actually seen Tom Baker ask anybody if they want a jelly baby up until now. Oh, yeah. I just knew it was a thing that he a said. Simple no would have been okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was funny in this. He had a lot of like little witty I'm asides. Sure, yeah. and, <laughs> and, then he tries, and then Brian Croucher tries choking him after he insults him. <clears throat> You're the side, the, the perfect example of the size of the mouth and the size of the brain. <laughs> so many good lines in this one. And then. Uh, I, I like the characters, the captain or the commander, and then um, Pamela Salmon's character, Toos. Toos? Yes. And um, Poole um, with his. The guy who went mad? Yeah. Who played, he was modern later on. Yeah. He was also in um, Sapphire and Steel, I think. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. But, well, he's in UFO, too. I forgot about that. So. Um, I don't know. I, uh, what else? I, I love the music. The, the, the just that robot music as they're walking and it's just like. Well, there is another Blake Seven connection to it. Caldor City. Oh. Okay. That's where they're from. Oh. And that's part of Blake Seven. Oh. Yeah. Well, Brian, uh, the writer wrote a lot of Blake yeah. Seven. So the killer turns out to be. Human, Taryn Capel. Taryn Capel, and he's well, and <clears throat> raised by robots. Yeah. And decides that they're superior to humans. Mm -hmm. How does he disguise his voice so that they don't realize that he's also human? You know, when he's telling every, telling all the robots to kill all the humans. What has he done to the robots so that they don't recognize his voice? I think he's no. I don't think he changed his voice. I think he just changed their programming. No, they recognized his voice, but at the end, the helium changed his voice so they didn't recognize his voice anymore. I see, okay. So when I guess I missed that part. Yeah, so the he that's what the whole point of the helium was. So when he talked to them and said, don't kill him, don't kill me, they were like, who's this talking? And I, so they killed him. I, I don't know why they wouldn't recognize him visually, but I guess... Yeah. Well, they didn't recognize the robot when, when the doctor threw his hat and scarf yeah. on one of the yeah. robots. So. Don't try to kill me. <laughs> yeah. no. Please don't throw hands Please at me. Please don't throw hands. That was hilarious. 
Leland's great in this because this has got to be her second episode after uh, Face of Evil, right? Because she's kind of still raw. She's carrying. She wants to take the the gun. Oh no! Right. He's carrying this, a this dagger. No, 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 no. This, oh. this, this was her second second okay. episode. I thought she had the invisible enemy gun. That's that's it? later. Okay, but she had a different gun. She had her knife. But she also picked up a gun too. But I thought she that was did. From, I she think that must have been from Face of Evil then. She the did gun pick up a gun in the yeah. TARDIS. She picked up a gun. So um, I, I like the interior of the TARDIS in this. Yeah. Initially, it's in the first angle. episode, mm -hmm. I loved it because it was very sort of steampunky. Yeah. And I don't remember ever seeing it like that. It's only in one season. It's only in one season because when they store it away, it warped. When they took it out... Oh, do they go to... Do they get stuck on Earth after this season? No, no. The actual prop warped. The actual prop warped. So they couldn't use it again. Because it was made out of wood. Oh. And so when they put it away when the season was over, when they went and took it out to use it again, they found out it was warped. So they had to make another TARDIS set. That's too good. It was a cool set. I it liked was. it. I, at the beginning, the doctor's like trying to explain what the TARDIS is, you know, this one's further away or whatever. And then he's like, you know, nine times out of ten, people will will do harm to you as long as they don't see you're not doing harm to them or whatever, nine times out of ten. Or, well, maybe eight times. Just a lot of that stuff um, I liked in it. And um, D84. I liked him. Wanted him to be a companion. That would have been <laughs> funny. Yeah. If he was a companion. I mean, you felt sorry for him because you know the minute that they pressed that button on a thing, his brain would blow up. Yeah, I liked him. I, 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 I didn't realize what he was at first. You know, when he captures Leela the first time and he's talking and then he doesn't talk. And I'm like, yeah. I couldn't figure out where he yeah, was. They explained that there's different levels of Vok and Super Vok and. Yeah, that was a, a, a good way to explain it without being too obvious about being exposition, yeah. but it was good. It wasn't a terrible episode. Yeah. I, I, I like the scene where the robot is attacking the other robot with the scarf on, and SV-7 or whatever comes in, and he's just kind of like, like... Don't kill that robot, or what, don't kill SV, or don't kill V8, or whatever the robot was. It's SV7. Main, what? SV7. S don't kill SV... And just the... That sing-song tone that they have, that matter of fact, it's just like, it really adds to the creepiness of those robots, but it also adds to the humor of the story, because they're just... You know, when kill the humans. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're all, they're all talking in this very, like... Calm, 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 typical butlery kind of sound, no, voice tone, you know? Just tell yes, us sir. where you are. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite scenes is when um, Poole tries to get, he's at the window and there's a robot silhouette there, right oh. there. And he starts, yeah, I just, they made was, me do it. Yeah, that was just really like shocking you know, when you're watching it. and. I thought the sets were pretty cool, the the command deck with the different levels and stuff like that. They put they seemed to put quite a bit of money in. I didn't mind the the miniature effect. It was okay. They didn't use it a whole lot. Oh, of the mining, the mining ship? ship, yeah. I mean it's definitely a model, but <laughs> it's not so, a bad model. Well, it's okay. I mean it's just kinda 
It was obviously a miniature, though. Yeah. But, <clears throat> you know, there was a few things that was like, oh, you know, there was one point when he looks out a window, and it there was like some hesitation, and then all this sand comes down. But it was obviously film of sand because while as he's looking out the window the sand chunks look like mulch sized. Yeah. <laughs> you know <clears throat> and they were like when they were in the the containers or whatever it looked like cornflakes coming down on them and stuff like that yeah and, um feed pellets i thought it looked like yeah. feed pellets i i just like a lot of the concept of it and i wondered because this has got to be one of the first episodes that I've ever seen, I had ever seen for the show. My brother thinks that I, the last first one I ever saw was Underworld, which maybe, but this has got to be an earlier one. And um, did did I know did did I know did you know that it was who who was going to be Karen? Was it Karen? Sarah Tapel. Which is like a no. I thought it was Pool. For a, for a while, I thought yeah. it was pool, and then I thought when Zelda got killed, then I thought, oh well, maybe it's the commander. Commander, yeah. I was, I mean, I liked the mystery aspect mm -hmm. of it. It was yeah. a little over the top, but yeah. you know. But why don't you see when he brainwashing the other computer? You can clearly see him in the the view screen. It kind of gives it away. Yeah, there's a few things where you're like, after the fact, you're like, of course it's him. I mean. It's funny because they they made him a fairly obvious character because he was the one who knew what the it didn't seem like anyone knew what the, the corpse markers was. He just comes right out and says it, and it's like then they were like, well, he wouldn't have said that if you know if he mm. was the killer. Went no, he, he would have because he was there he again was the or killer. whatever. But yeah, um, my I remember my brother wanted to uh, go around at conventions afterwards. They put corpse markers on people. people. We should do that, L.I. Ho, see if people get it. Or get the, put that, make that, just a corpse mark. <laughs> it's too late to make ribbons, I okay. wait too long. It's a convention's in two weeks. Yeah, I can't believe that, but, um, I, I just... Or three weeks, it's... I just absolutely, I mean, it, it's claustrophobic, this episode, there's a lot of fear stuff in it with the robots. I, I, I think there's just so much that this episode gets right. Yeah, you know, it's funny, I was watching it, and my, my daughter um, was sitting in the living room pouting because she couldn't have the computer, <laughs> and she was sitting on the couch in about about 30 minutes, not in, not 30 minutes, because there were only like 26 minutes, but, so I watched most of the first episode, and all of a sudden she pipes up from the couch, hey, this isn't too bad for an old episode. Yeah. <laughs> Because she's watched some of the old ones with me, and usually at ten minutes in, she's like, "Oh my god, this is so stupid," and yes. she has to leave the room. No, this is. Uh, I figured this one. You, I would hope that this one you would you would at least have some appreciation. No, I did. I did. I appreciated yeah. it. I yeah. mean, the, you know, again, the things that I find funny and uh, amusing and laughable are the things that are basically special effects related or costume yeah. related because. They were bad at, at times, yeah. but it, the story itself wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I think they were bad even back then, because when we got Doctor Who in America, it was already these were bad effects. These these shows were because probably, Star Wars came out and all that. Yeah. So, but even for American TV standards, unless you're doing something like um, Saturday morning, like Wonderbug or whatever was far out Space Nuts or something. The the the, the, um, the Doctor Who effects were 
cheesy. And that was the thing that you always heard when you went to someone's house or a convention or something. They would always say, uh, the, or anyone would always say, the, the special effects were bad. And it's like, I, I don't know. You, you, you kind of just... Well, if the story is good, I will trump the bad effects. Well, yeah. You just kind of ignore it. I, I mean... If the story is bad, then the bad special effects are all I can focus on. Yeah, that's true. And, and then that's fine, because then you can make fun of them and stuff. And <laughs> when there's a really bad effect, sure, make fun of it. I, there was a couple that were... The, the red bothered me, because it, 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 a lot of things turned red. They were trying to do something a little different, and they had the CSO or whatever, and it was... Supposed to be just the oh, eyes, but one time Baker was lying on the, and they brought the thing down up to his forehead. Yeah, and just, everything yeah. turns red or whatever. But um, you mean, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes their eyes were blue. Why were sometimes they blue? I'm not sure about that. I mean, I think they forgot to put the CSO in for that scene, maybe because they were supposed to be red. But there was one that they were talking to that it was blue, and then, he, and then it turned red. Yeah. And so I think that's how that they made the effect because it's blue and so but they weren't blue like the robots didn't have blue eyes i know but black. i think that scene they were supposed to be the red eye but oh, they forgot to turn on the cso part or whatever oh, i think that oh, was a mistake or and they were going to go back and refilm yeah it. I, I i can't remember but i saw that a couple of times and i said i think they're, they should have been red eye at that point and then maybe it was one of those things that they were going to, he was going to not be red-eyed to start with, then he was going to have red-eyed. I think that's the only way they could have done it without yeah. editing or cutting. And so I think that's why that's the case. But, um, but yeah, this is like, as soon as I saw this, on the, I said, you know, I can't wait to watch this one because it's so much fun. Um, except for Zona. She's kind of a bad act. I hate to say that. I don't know. Maybe she's not a bad actress, but her... She was bad in this one. She was the pretty fake bad. crying? Yeah, oh, that was bad. Yeah, yeah that was bad. <clears throat> That's when I started rolling my eyes. And Pamela Salem was in Remembrance of Dalek. She right. was the professor there or whatever that worked with the, the doctor. I don't know if she was in another one or not. They had funky headgear, though. Yeah, they're... Costume designs weren't practical, but they had, it was different, you know, all the stuff they had. They <laughs> it was very deco, like the commander's quarters were very art deco, Yeah. which I thought was cool, I love that look, but yeah. it was weird how it went from, like, utilitarian and industrial, this beautiful art deco interior of his com compartment. Yeah, considering they really didn't do much, they complained a lot about the work they did have to do. Yeah. Yeah, and they were like, you know, someone's dead. Well, okay, okay, we'll get to it later. You know, we yeah. have a job to do. <laughs> money to make. Yeah. Money to make. They were very concerned with um, money. It's kind of neat how that, that whole dynamic about, you know, all the... I, I, I thought the interaction with most of the characters with the Doctor and... Leela was really well done, the robots and everything. It was, Tom Baker had this one scene where he was... Creepy metallic man. Sitting, be <laughs> sitting behind a curtain, cross-legged, and the curtain gets pulled back and he's just got like this ghastly grin, grin on his oh, face. Oh, he does that all the time. That grin is That's his trademark. Silly. It was crazy. It, I mean, he looked creepy. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I, I, I like doctors like that because 
everyone's serious. In this episode, all the characters are kind of serious, you know, and he comes in and just kind of like throws this, this sort of humor around. It's a super vodka upstairs trying to get in, break in. They're trying to break in. <laughs> um, but the doctor is the one who brings the humor, kind of, which I kind of like more than just the robots fumbling over each other and going, hoo hoo hoo, which would have been silly. But Anything else about this one? No, that's about no it. it wasn't terrible. No, this was like one of the greatest. <laughs> it, it is. is. I like this one a lot. It's better than anything in New Hope. Maybe. Okay, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>